welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Yay, here I am, wonderful. Um, I am going to, (laughs) it's like, I'm going to tell you that I'm itching a lot, but I must be getting better. Um, I don't know if the two are correlating, uh, if they go together, but, uh, that's just the facts. So today I was interested in, in, uh, this, like talking about story. I may have talked about this before, but, um, we are, we are connoisseurs of stories and it's important to recognize when stories are assisting in our journey and expansion and when they aren't. It's important to understand that story is just story and we have to stop giving it all the meaning we give it. Um, when we give story meaning, we make it a God, basically. When we give story meaning, we make it God. We make it our religion. This is an important concept to understand because people get so caught up with being right and the stories support the rightness and those stories are just stories. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. When we defend and justify our positions of low emotion, of anger, of fear, resentment, jealousy, and we do it based on stories, we give our power away. We're giving the story more power than us, hence making it a God or a religion. And the reality is, is that you can write a different story. But a lot of people don't know how to write a different story. So there can be the story. We're going to get really basic here. My brother took my whatever, my book, my notebook. My brother took my notebook. So I can use that story to defend that I'm a victim, to prove I'm a victim. Um, that's one way. And there is a story to support that. And we can put, um, our belief in that and we can make it true. There can also be other stories. So what is another story? Um, another story could just be, yeah, we recognize that the brother took it or maybe he didn't, you know, uh, but we can just say, I no longer have my notebook. Uh, so that could just be what that is. And the, the upside or the rationalization or the story we could write that supports our expansion versus supporting our victimhood could be like, uh, well, um, I suppose I didn't need it anymore. I, um, I wanted to start a new one anyway. I was tired of that one. Uh, I wanted a nicer journal because I'm beyond that journal now. I guess those stories uh, weren't necessary for keeping or I, I, it wouldn't have benefited from reading those stories again that I wrote in that journal. Um, and I'm sure there's some even better ones. Like it's permission to go buy a beautiful journal because I've been wanting one for so long, but I thought I had to wait till I was finished with that one. And I don't have to wait. So there's, there can be a lot of upsides to something. We don't have to just find the one that seems obvious or that 
society has deemed is like the the route the route out is always victimhood it's always how how did i get affected by this in a bad way we have to stop those stories they just don't serve us so in order to stop them we have to find these new stories like the new stories the upside so i taught my daughter when she was very little um and i don't know i think it's just because breaking a dish is scary we didn't break dishes very often but either she heard me tell the story or she witnessed it or she got upset once and maybe she tried it out herself where she broke one of my dishes or one of my cups broke and I told her it's just a thing. It's no big deal. And I could probably make some art with it. Well, that stuck with her so well. Like that was instantly her like go-to so that anytime a dish broke, she goes, mommy, it's okay. You can make some art out of it. (laughs) And I was like, hey, (laughs) wait a minute. And it almost was so quick. Like her, she was so quick on a draw with that story that it almost made me wonder if she was not going to try to break dishes. You know, like, was she going to just be willy-nilly about taking care of my dishes? Like, or was she didn't, she had permission not to be careful because she had this out, like, oh, it's okay if they break. So I I made it clear to her, like, let's not break the dishes on purpose. Let's not do this. So yes, we have accidents. And if accidents happen, it's okay. But let's not be so care, careless that we are just breaking dishes willy-nilly because I love my dishes too. So... Oh, yeah. The, so she she learned very quickly. And mm, let me just tell you, oh my goodness. So this isn't a story. This is a story that supports expansion. Today, we had our grapefruit from our Misfit order, which is like one of those deliver to your door organic produce things. And um, I ordered one and I never used to be a big cantaloupe fan. And I don't know why. I'm not a big fan of fruits and vegetables, although I'm a vegetarian. It's all I eat. But I don't crave any individual ones. Although now that I'm ordering from Misfits, I'm getting more excited because I'm keeping lots of variety around and I'm looking at my own backstory on eating and vegetables and stuff. Because I think when we were a kid, we weren't allowed to have stuff. And then I just wrote that story. I can't have this. I can't have that. So, um, you know, we had to eat during mealtimes and there was not enough for people to just randomly go in the fridge and just have stuff. There just, there just wasn't that kind of food. So, um, okay. So I ordered this cantaloupe and I should have ordered five because it was so amazing and it was tiny, but that aside, the flavor, we let it ripen on the counter and it was ripe last night, but I let it go till this morning and then I cut it up and we all had like a sl- you know, a few slivers of cantaloupe and oh my God, it was so delicious. It was just melting your mouth. Even when I cut it in half to scoop out the seeds, the spoon was slurping in the cantaloupe. You know, like I just couldn't believe it was almost as if the cantaloupe was, was salivating and enjoying itself. I mean, those are the noises that I would make. <laughs> Oh my God, Bella could hear it across the room. It was just amazing. So, um, and then we made Bella's green, we made her protein shake. She requested not to have any cocoa powder in it today. We switched from green powder, macro greens, to spirulina because I didn't, I ran out of macro greens. And the spirulina in Bella's shake, 
it really enhanced like the shake with the color. And then I remembered it's a blue-green algae because it made the shake blue-green. It was so beautiful. So I pointed that out to Bella that her shake was just the prettiest color. So these are the kind of things, like these are the stories that expand our experience. Now, yes, for some of you, it sounds like frivolous, but you know it's not because you hear me telling you and you're feeling the expansion of it. It's not frivolous to tell a better story. It's actually right on point with your human powers. Now, I love that we have human powers and we we ought to be fully, you know, like engaging these powers, not diminishing them with smallness and lack and fear. And that's what takes your power away. That's you giving your power away. Only you have the have the ability to embrace your power or deny your power. No one, not anyone out there can take your power away. You're the one that dims it. So when you can honor that, that it's up to you to engage it, it's up to you to embrace it, then maybe you will stop playing victim because there are no victims. There's just people who are not engaging their power. So, and let me tell you, if I had cancer, I can still engage my power. If I was born with, um, you know, disabilities, I can still engage my power. It is a choice. All right. We are not We do not have to be products of our environment or a circumstance unless we choose to be. All right. So that's important to know. It is a choice. What you, what mindset you engage, what thoughts you engage, that creates your reality. Mm. So, um, I don't even know where I was. Oh my God. But I just want to laugh so hard. So if you're a person who's like, well, you know, that's not very realistic, you know, well, let me tell you, realistic is, um, is many viewpoints. Being real is many viewpoints. And my real viewpoints are so uplifting to me that they overflow to the world and they uplift others. So you can have that experience too. And it just takes a little practice. Uh, I had this friend once say, in every experience you will ever have, there is good. And I knew the truth in that. I felt it in my body. I was very young, a teenager when I heard this. And I immediately began to engage it. And this is what I engage. I find the good in everything, in everything, every experience, in every situation, in every person, in every opportunity, there is good. And it's up to us to find it. It's not like up to someone else to prove it to us. It's up to us to find it. And it's so simple because as soon as you say, I know there is good in this experience, I'm willing to recognize what that good is, the glimmers will happen. You will start to see it. And when you begin a practice of this, you will begin to find that it becomes effortless. You begin to notice it all around you all the time. Solutions come to you faster than problems come to you. That's kind of exciting. Mm. Oh my God. I'm drinking my little hot chocolate mocha coffee yumminess. Mm. Oh my gosh. So today... Um, we are going to celebrate Bella's birthday. I'm really excited about this. And we're going to go to Lambertville, New Jersey, and go to the Five and Dime, which is this amazing store full of artist things. Just full, chock full of beautiful items from artists, various artists. And I'm crossing my fingers they're open, but I think they will be. And we're going to go out to lunch. 
and we're going to window shop and we're going to, um, Bill is going to buy some presents for herself and we are going to go out and find a little cafe to have, to have birthday cake or a, a birthday treat. And this is how Bella and I like to do her birthday. And, um, we're inviting some friends with us today, some close family friends, like they're family to us. So we are taking them with us and we are taking Toulouse. It's going to be really wonderful. Ah, da, 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 da. Life is so crazy good. So this is, um, this is like, I don't know, like perfection to me is just having things always just unfold in a beautiful way. Like Bella didn't know. We didn't plan this ahead. We knew we were going to take a Saturday and do a mommy-daughter day. We didn't know what Saturday. But this Saturday presented itself, and it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. So we're going for it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Life is good. So let's get back to this idea of story. So story can uplift or it can take you down. So if your story is diminishing your life, if your story is defending smallness and lack, you might want to stop. You might want to give it up because not only is your story harming you, but every person you tell it to, it's like it's imposing a world of lack on that person. Like you're defending a belief system and if they agree to the belief system, then they too are joining you in a mindset of lack. So um, not that you have a responsibility for these people, but, but we love expansion. If we love expansion for ourselves and others, we will not be pulling others down with that. Now, sometimes we have very special people in our lives that we know we can tell our lack stories to so they can help set us straight. But oftentimes, that's not the point. We, we want people around to affirm our smallness, to affirm our victimhood, and that's not serving anybody. So what is the alternative? The alternative is stories that can support your expansion. Now, these stories are stories that are uplifting and fun. And the difference between the two is that we're not invested in these stories. These stories, um, because investment is low frequency. Investment is always low frequency. So these stories we tell for the fun of it, for the joy of it, for the sheer pleasure. And then in that sheer pleasure and a, and a Enjoy. We have this expansion that is contagious and you got to love that. I mean, this is like good stuff. And so we tell, it just makes me want to cry. It makes me overjoy, like, like so much joy in my body that it's just, oh, so we tell the stories of pleasure. We tell the stories of birthing. We tell the stories of like magic and miracles and Oh, the ones that make our hearts sing. And it's like, I tell this story all the, not all the time, but I have this story of this letter I received from my mom that was so beautiful and I can't not read it. And just thinking of it is making me want to cry. So there's, there's still releasing of the old in this like awareness of the new, of the expansion. And, and we're always in that kind of like, ground of releasing the old, embracing the new, and appreciation and gratitude are massive tools for expansion. So we don't let things get old. We don't let things get like jaded. 
we're always like, wow, look at the color of that blue-green algae. Oh my God, that's amazing. Look at that painting I did on the wall. That is so gorgeous. And it was just an exercise of a tree. It's so beautiful. And this is what we do. We just are always like looking at things from a, a, a fresh perspective, a perspective of wonder, of curiosity and interest. Very awesome. Uh, so, huh, I know, I'm just like, I'm very happy. I'm a very happy poison ivy gal. And uh, poison ivy is a fact. The story is that I am so empowered to live more fully and more conscious and aware because of my poison ivy. <laughs> and that is that is the bottom line. I don't have to be a victim. I can choose rest because it's kind to my body and I'm loving my body, not because I'm a victim. You know, I can choose uh, awareness uh, and self ah, and self care. You know, so what are you choosing to speak about? What stories are you choosing to share? What stories are you choosing to be a part of? Because you're the recipient, you're the listener. I got to tell you, if I if I catch myself being um, affected by someone else's story. Now, it's easiest if it's on like YouTube or something, I just shut it off. But if it's a friend, right? First, I have to like step out. So I might physically still be there on the phone or in person, but I let my mind check out to see how I feel about something. I also take note and recognize that it's up to me to be in my power. I, I, I can choose to give it away to someone by choosing to feel I'm a victim of their story, right? So now we're joining the victim energy of the story by being victim to the story, right? And um, that's a choice. So I like to hear the stories, but take like this approach of stepping out of the box. When I step out of the box of someone else's story, I can ask the real questions, which is, you know, is this story working for you? Is there a better story you could tell about this situation? Now I don't have to agree or disagree or discuss the story at the level of victimhood, right? I don't have to defend the attacker or the attackee. I, I can just step out and go, isn't there a better story? Isn't there a place that you're happier than this story? You know, and what would be a better story? Maybe I can help them rewrite it. But honestly, it's just, it's just being the, um, the watcher that helps me to recognize that I don't have to be either disempowered by other people's stories. Because this is a big crux for a lot of people to say, oh, I dread this person calling because they're going to talk and blah, blah, blah. But when we own our power rather than give it away, we are able to stay true and then to actually be of service. And of service is to not join that story. Of service is not to resist the story either because that is also a form of joining it, resisting it. So we can embrace it and say, you know, I love you so much, but I've heard the story like many times and it doesn't seem to change. So if it's not changing, then then what are you going to do? You got to have a different tactic. And now we're going beyond the story. We're going back to the person that we love and care about, you know, so... Ah, and you know, people who want to stay invested in the stories that are low frequency and they find that you're not joining them in it or you're not resisting it because resistance is just as much like in a way positive feedback for them. They feel, they can feel the energy of that too. Uh, and if you're not doing that, you're just bypassing it altogether, negating it with unconditional love. 
which transmutes all illusion. Isn't this the coolest? I just love this. So then what happens is they, if they're invested in that illusion, they can't be around you. Their illusion cannot survive around unconditional love. So they're going to have to take it somewhere else. Or even better, well, maybe it's not better. Maybe there's no better or worse. But then the other option is, is that they allow for the transmutation to happen and they are uplifted and expanded by that experience with you. So how cool is that? We have options. Every day, my podcast gets a little longer. This is cuckoo crazy. Do we want this to happen? I don't think so. Because um, otherwise, people are going to say, I can't listen to this podcast. It's way too long. It's like an hour a day of my life. <laughs> a whole hour. Hello. So now, I'm in a situation where my, my computer is rebooting. So um, anyway... I am sending you much love and much happiness. And I want you to just take a look at those stories today. Love you, love you, love you. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.